0: i slow, only slow, sip slow, sip slow, slow,
1: Come slow, me on
0: a ride.
1: I'm only sipping it slow, sip slow, Take a sip, I bet it gets you right And I only speak it if it's real, yeah Only spill it if it's true, yeah Everybody want the tea, so you already know the deal I always sip slow Come with me on a ride I'm only sipping it slow Only helping you grow Tell you things that you need to hear, not only things you wanna know Keeping you up on your current events, I swear the world's so cold Talking about marriage and sports too, man you gotta catch the show You better believe me, got Allen T. Weezy J. Marks and that J.T. make it look easy Whenever they speaking, about any topic If I spoke about it, I was really about it. Ain't no front front, I was real about it In my white cup, it got cider This a message for everybody now. I'm only sipping this snow. Come with me on a ride I'm only sipping it slow Take a sip, I bet it get you right And I only speak it if it's real, yeah Only spill it if it's trip, yeah Everybody want the tea, so You already know the deal I always sip slow Come with me on a ride I'm only sipping it
2: slow this is the Sip Slow Podcast, where we help ourselves as well as others. Raw, real, and uncut, audio work weekly. I'm your host, Mr. Money Don't Sleep, so T Weezy can't rest. It's your boy, JT.
3: It's your boy, J Marks.
2: All right. As y'all can hear, we don't have Al this week. Uh. Congratulations to him and his wife on the brand new baby boy. So uh, we gave him the week after, you know, get used to things. That's his first one. So uh, we want to shout him out and let him know we uh, we happy for him and the wife. Uh, on today's episode, we will have an interview with Mr. Jason Washington on how to find a job in these uncertain times we'll talk about social media is not the platform for personal and family business. What did you learn from your past relationship? And is the perception of the black quarterback changing? Will COVID-19 stop the NFL season at some point? And then we'll get into a listener email question, and then we'll close it out with what did we learn today? So, uh, fellas, I, what y'all sipping on? I'm drinking some
4: orange juice, man. <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> yeah, Kenfolk, I'm kind of like you, man. I I got a little uh, mini mate mango punch. I'm sipping on.
2: Okay, well, man, I'm sipping on some spring water with some key lime in it, you know what I mean? Uh we then kinda kinda switched it up. Trying to get back on my my health bullshit, you feel me? So we are trying to get it together, man. Uh y'all do anything this weekend besides uh watch them sorry Texans and Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Uh how about you, JT? What what you get into? Man, I just did a little
4: sightseeing, man. We rode to Houston, walked around, and that was it though. Just got got the house a little bit.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah, we me and my wife went out the with the kids. You know, just kinda our little little weekend deal. Uh that was about it. You, man, we so, was in uh, San Antonio for for kids football games, man. Ah, oh, what uh, man, a lot. I don't know. That like a you lot, lot out. To. Yeah, a lot out. A lot of, a lot of time. A lot of money. And uh y'all ever see me on a pole, man, just know that youth sports ain't no joke. I bet. I bet, man. Yeah. man. Yeah, it was a good. So, okay so yeah we're gonna we're gonna get right on into it with this interview with uh mr. Jason Washington. uh Jason is a human resources professional with seventeen years plus of experience. His passion is being able to focus on measurable results leading to increased value, improved employee morale and engagement, and overall organizational performance while minimizing risk. Jason earned a bachelor's degree in health healthcare administration from TSU and is currently pursuing his profession, professional and human resources certification. He is also a proud member of the Alpha Phi Alpha fraternity. So we'd like to welcome uh, Mr. Jason Washington on to the SIPSO podcast. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate the invite. Appreciate uh, the opportunity to fellowship with you, you great young gentlemen, and what y'all are doing. I thank you. We appreciate you coming. Uh, you know, we wanted to. I was thinking about like the times that we we're in, and and with this COVID, and uh, you know, people are losing jobs, but. I was just wondering: Is there still jobs out there to be had? So, absolutely. Uh, I, I knew that you was a was in the HR field, so uh, we just want you to come on and, and you know yeah. share some wisdom with the audience. Absolutely, man. So, uh, first of all, uh, hello everybody. Uh, I am Jason Washington, uh, but happier to say that I am uh, an older brother of. Mr. Thomas T. Weezy Washington. Uh, yes, sir. Glad to be asked to be upon a part of your show, man. As for how things are going in the market today, uh, yes, there are a few jobs. But the type of jobs that are out there, uh, for any of those that have been laid off, they they aren't always going to fit what you're looking for. Uh, you will have some jobs where you can work at warehouses, the Home Depots, um, definitely jobs to to earn a living. uh, But some people that I know I've been talking to in the past couple of months, it's not fitting what they're looking for. And I think that's the biggest misconception because we hear on the news all the time, uh, you know, the market is doing great job picked up. But reality is that they're they're really not. And on Hmm. another note, I'm not sure what you guys utilize or, you know, it's known for where you go search for your jobs. Me being in HR, as long as I have, and, and actually a lot of that time I was in recruiting, most of the jobs out there aren't all real jobs. I I would say that you may think that mm-hmm. they're Uh A lot of times companies go ahead. No, I was just going to say, what was, what, what does that mean? Yeah. So a lot of times companies will still post jobs out there. Uh, Sometimes they use it to build their database. They want to see how many people they can get apply and just kind of have a build a database of people that they can start contacting when they actually do apply. Uh, But Mm -hmm. then you also get some of those jobs that are out there where uh, you by the time you fill out the application or whatnot, your information has been passed on to a number of marketing companies that, you know, you get random calls for, you know, your, your warranty on your vehicle may be going out, your, your, your insurance, you need better insurance. I mean, so there's a lot of different things that to the eye that's out in the public may look like a true job, but it may not be an actual job to where they're going to um, hire somebody for. I've, I've had friends myself apply to jobs get interviews and then they tell them, no, you know what, we're not, we're not going to bring anybody in for this job. So the times right now are are touchy-feely, man, when it comes to mm-hmm. feeling secure and applying for something that you know you may be qualified for, but yet it may not be an actual job itself. Now there are jobs out there and things have started to expand a little bit, but it's it's not there yet. I figure, you know, by the time this election – uh, comes around, I'm, I'm pretty sure things will open up a little bit more at that point in time. So uh, basically, the jobs that are out there um, is more the you know labor type of work. Yeah, those jobs are out there and they are available. Again, <clears throat> I don't knock nothing. I I've been down to nothing in my life, and uh, right. I I don't have pride when it comes to doing everything i can to provide and take care of my family so don't get me wrong if i say that those jobs out there are the labor job it's a job will will you be in the position where you were hoping to be with some of those jobs that i don't know um but you there are ways to truly find out if a job is an actual job or not obviously you know, whatever site that you utilize and look on, you, you can see, but then you want to always go to that company, look at their website, see if that job mm-hmm. was posted on their website as well as wherever it is that you found the job at in the first place. If it's posted, so do you do you recommend uh using Indeed? I I do, but you have to be careful. Again, as long as you kind of check your uh you know, you check to make sure that it's actually legit, yes. One thing that I'm not sure if you guys are either aware of or utilizing, but LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn is, you know, I know a little bit later we're going to talk about the social media and how it's being used, but LinkedIn is a professional site. It's what I call where you can put your 30 second commercial out there, however you feel. You can update it, you can change it however much you need, but you wanna be able to utilize your pre- your online presence to be able to get to you um, personally. And so on LinkedIn, you can actually go find, let's say you find a job you're interested in, You go, you just type that company name in, search, you can start connecting with people within that organization of uh, sending them questions, asking them different things, and that's another avenue in. But you also get any anybody on there from, like, CEO on down to uh, whatever the lowest job you could have in a company. It's a valuable resource, uh, but not, uh, not utilized effectively as it can be. Okay. I, I've seen LinkedIn, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't even know – you know what it was about, so I was going to ask you that question, but you you hit it. So yeah, uh, is there any other uh, sites like that that uh, that could be helpful? So again, LinkedIn is probably one of the, the truer sites that you would be able to use. Uh, you you can always look at the you know what is it the workforce or work you know the Texas Workforce Commission. They will usually yeah. have the jobs that they have posted are usually legitimate. Um, another thing you have to do keep in mind when you do look for these jobs is like a posting date hopefully if you can look for uh, how long this job may have been posted when it was posted because if it's something that's over like 35 days to 60 days uh, chances are that that's not a legitimate job somebody should have been made a hire by that time it's too many people out there that are looking for jobs looking for work that are qualify for these particular roles. So be careful if you see anything out there that's posted longer than anywhere from that 35 to the 60 day period. But uh, another thing you can check sometimes the newspaper, those jobs usually are pretty legitimate. Um, but I usually just stick to those two. Um, any, any, I don't know uh, if, if any particular cities have anything designated or specific, but, uh, I would stick to LinkedIn. I would stick to the workforce. Uh, just if you have an idea about a company that you're interested in, go directly to that company's website, look, uh, and then don't be afraid to uh, to ask questions. You know, cross-reference that job with LinkedIn and and send a message to somebody in that group. You may even have the DACA okay. manager. Send a message to them. You just never know you you know when people are out of work they their their main goal is to find a job and and so it it becomes any means necessary you know chamber of commerce those type of places they're gonna have uh usually legitimate jobs as well but indeed okay. i I wouldn't count indeed out okay mhm uh, um so what what made you want to get into the uh you know, the HR field. <laughs> That's funny you ask, man. And I know I've never had this conversation with you. My, um, you know, like you said, my background is healthcare administration. So we're close to human resources. But when I got out of college, I found myself in a role that had nothing to do with what I've spent four, five, four and a half, five years for um, to, to get a degree. And so I just happened to meet the. uh, I'm taking it back. I actually went through a staffing agency, and and before I go any further, staffing agencies are good to uh, reach out to as well for for jobs. Get yourself out there, share your resume with as many staffing agencies that you can, because you just never know. But I was placed in a contract position, and. Little did I know the, the staffing agency that placed me at this position, the lady who staffed me, she owned that staffing company. Her husband was the VP of HR for the company that they placed me in. Went on at about six months. Uh, he, he was end up leaving the company that, you know, now I was on this, this uh, contract position at and I got a chance to meet him and know him and he he just asked me he was like have you ever thought about doing recruiting you know me i was like hmm. no i done spent you know i'm fresh out of school i don't spent time in school i want something in healthcare but he was right. like you, you just give it a thought he said let me know if you you know look it up he gave me some resources to look into and and so i did and he the company that he went to he literally brought me on as a recruiting coordinator Obviously, I didn't have experience in it, but he brought me on a recruiting coordinator. He gave me a chance, and so that's how my career started in HR. But just a, a point to okay. that story is, you guys make sure you know networking. Don't don't ever be right. afraid to to uh, talk to as many. I, I don't mean to cut you off, but there's an old saying that it's not what you know, it's who you know. So is that what you were trying to allude to right here? Exactly. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I've gotten, since I graduated college, I've gotten one job that I would say would be on my own merit. And that merit means what I had done and the resume that I used to apply. Mm-hmm. Everything else has come through the relationships that I have. And it what I was what I was mentioning, man. It is super super important that you know it's it's not a bad thing to keep in touch with people who you know that could possibly help you down the line. I'm not saying you know just stay on them to bug them or just kind of be brown nosing about them, but hey, how you doing, man? I appreciate you know the opportunity to work with you. it, it may seem weak, but dude, it works. I promise you, it works. And and on top of that, some of those relationships have turned into uh, business opportunities to, to me now. At the point where I am, so uh, utilize your network, the people who you know and that are in positions to uh, to help. Get close to them. You know that selflessness is take you away and keep your bigger picture in mind and your goals in mind of what you want to do, where you want to be, and or you know what you need right. to do to get there. And you, you'd be surprised. Okay. Uh, uh, John, you have any anything?
3: Yeah, I wanted to uh, ask Jason uh, one particular question uh, regarding uh, getting hired I know mm-hmm. I know you mentioned staffing and, mm-hmm. uh, some of those staffing jobs are temporary but they they do offer opportunity for for you to uh, put yourself out there once you're hired and if you work well sometime you'll get Uh, offered a, a better job or a better position or you'll be able you'll be the first one in the forefront when it's time for you to get a job what would you what would you tell someone a young young person or old it don't matter what would you tell them to do if they're being bounced around uh from job to job and uh you know, they're having mm-hmm. a hard time basically finding a job.
2: Something solid. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, good question, Duke. I, I would say this. Well, let me ask you this first. When you say bounced around, does it mean like you, know, you may be on an assignment for, let's say, a month or two and then that's that ends. You don't get anything permanent, and then you you move on to something else.
3: Correct. Correct.
2: Okay. So I look at that a couple of ways. <clears throat> uh, they the fact that you would be able to transition from one place, even if it didn't work out, to move on to somewhere else. That means you're still marketable somehow. You have something that's standing out to. Uh, a company, or if that recruiter from that staffing agency saw in you in the conversation or know what you're capable of doing, uh, you you still have something that you can build upon. One thing that I would suggest is go back and just retool your skills. Look at what you've done over the past and really, and, and I'm not saying you, but just in general, look out at what you've done, list out all of the things that you've had to do your responsibilities in those roles that you've been in and list out what you did to attack them. I, I Again, coming from recruiting, how I look at a person's response when, when I'm interviewing them is, is called a star tech uh, technique? Uh, the S is like situation that you've been in. What, what is, what is the matter that comes up? How are you are going to deal with it? The task, obviously what you did to, uh to either work on this situation carry that that out the actions that you took you know who you worked with within the team or on that position in that position uh, to accomplish what it is that you're asking for and then the re- results that came from it hmm. keep that in mind when you look at everything you've done in the past and so essentially what you're doing is if you do that for everything that you've done and kind of build out your story, uh, and essentially what it is, then you you should have a better idea of the next conversation you have with an employer or with that staffing professional to be like, listen, this is not going to be an interview. Let me tell you what I know I can do and why they need me. So you can look at it that way or you can look at it from the fact of or I'm sorry, you can you can actually just once you get in these roles, just meet the people, talk to them. Again, <laughs> blessings come at different times. You may pray for it and all you want all the all time, right. but it may not come right. But sometimes that you you'd be surprised mm-hmm. that relationship you made or what you do during that time while there can be be impressionable for something three four years down the line. That's just honestly speaking on that, but. Just continue to yes. look at your skills, retool those skills, and, and build your story. Like, look, man, you know what? If you call me about a job or I reach out to y'all and say I'm interested in this job, look, this is why you should present me and this is why you should fight for me to get this role is because this. Or if that employer, you you apply to a position, you know you're more than capable of getting the job, Go to, go to LinkedIn. Mm. Uh, look up that company. Uh, and I'm saying this, and it may sound crazy. Look that company up and find somebody within that department. Hey, I applied to the job. Can you tell me a little bit about this, a little bit about the manager, and just sit and see if we can connect. I, I'm not trying to pressure you to get me a job. Just want to uh, you know, kind of network and get an understanding maybe more about that actual okay. position and then how you fit in. Those are small steps you can take. Again, you can't. Your, your goal is just to get in front of the person and then let your light shine honestly, once you get in there, it's not saying that you're going to get it, but that's the biggest goal. And so if you're, I look at it as that you're marketable. If, if you can go from one place and then you can hop in and get to another, then you are marketable. Mm. But also I want to counter on that and and just ask, you know, are those particular jobs that you're going after the right jobs for mm-hmm. you? You know, that's something that you really have to evaluate. You know, job searching is overwhelming. Whether, whether you, you're you in a position already and you're looking for something different or you're on the, the outside where you don't have nothing, you need something, and then you're looking for something. Uh, you, No matter how you do it, you have to stay true to you. You have to know you, know what you you've done and know what you're capable of doing and know how you can help the next person. If you can keep those three answers in mind at any point in time, then you have a route in. That's your 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 sales pitch, essentially. So just make sure that you you one are the jobs, the jobs that you're going after, you really looked within and be like, you know what, this is in my lane. I I need to go after these type of roles. Um, or if, if, if worse comes to worst, you will start working on creating your own job description. You can start creating your own job, whether that's creating something to where you can start giving advice to people. You know, this podcast is an unbelievable source right now during, since, since March of reaching people giving them tools, giving them advice, giving them information, and people are really listening. Uh, I started a podcast myself, and, again, Thomas and I were talking. I had no goals for that podcast. I just had information I felt that may be useful to people during this time. Little little did I know, after three months of it, over 100 and some people had been listening Mm -hmm. to it. And, and you can tell that, like, listen to the entire thing or they just listen to a part of. It. That means you've now become a valued expert in whatever it is you're talking about. It may not be on a scale of like a Bezos or somebody like that, but you have become a valuable expert and you're putting that information out there. Those things eventually trickle around just because it's social media to where people may be like, you know what? I heard John Marks or I heard Jason Thompson talk about this. And you know what? I would like to find out more of what it is they doing. Maybe what they want right. to do. You, you just never know. So you, you have to really expand your inner self to be like, you know what? If y'all don't want to hire me and bring me on full time, that's y'all's bad. Because this is what I know I can do, what I'm capable of doing, and what I have done, and I'm gonna provide this one way or another. Okay,
3: and just stay confident. Man. Okay, man. thank you, man. Thank you. That's 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 good. Oh, you that's good? Good, great information. I mean, that's great. And 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 you touched on kind of how I feel about it. Uh, basically, not giving up and 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 keep going and put putting yourself out there, Jason. I appreciate it.
2: Yes, oh, absolutely. John, let me tell you something. And I, I ain't going to be real quick, Thomas. Oh, do your thing. Being, being in recruiting, if you think about it, when companies stop hiring or something happens where they don't need to hire, guess who the first person to get let go? Because if they don't need anybody, the recruiter, if they don't need anybody in, then they don't need anybody to go, for, within them to go find people to get in. So no matter what, I've been laid off Five times in since two thousand and two mm. to now, I've been laid off five times. Uh, Once when we just got a house with two kids, and then, you know, being in oil and gas, I've, I've had to deal with that stuff. Right. But make sure you keep a positive attitude, keep the right attitude, stay confident, be innovative in how you take action and take your chances and what you want to do, and be stay motivated. I know it gets hard, I know it gets tough, but man. Stay motivated. I'm going to be honest with you. It's been to a point where I've been down to donating plasma. Hmm. I don't share this with a whole lot of people. But as I was sitting on that table doing it, I was just trying to find as much strength, much energy to figure out, okay, what I'm going to do next. Why they don't want to hire me. I got kids to take care of. Right. I I got other things I want to do in life. Right. But just stay motivated. I promise you stay motivated and you start, if they don't give it to you, you start creating it and the opportunity is out there especially right now man that's uh <clears throat> that's, that's powerful that's deep yeah yes, yes deep yes sir it's
3: yes sir man
2: a lot of times what we go through is what makes us you know right um, yeah absolutely how you do one thing is how you do anything in life so uh, mm-hmm. even in tough times you know we got to rely on our values, our beliefs, and, and and stick with that. And believe me, it will it will pass. Uh, man, uh, we boy, you've been dropping nuggets, <laughs> man, for real. Yeah, yeah. Hey, no, I've been dropping just, uh, personal experience, man. I'm I promise you, I've been through it just as much as you guys are seeing now, and and what you probably have all been through. I've been through it, and so. I, the last thing I want to do is steer somebody wrong. I'm I'm just telling. You, if you if you keep a positive attitude, better yet, I've watched you guys been friends. Yeah, I may not have been around y'all all the time. i probably duped more than anything, but I've watched you guys be friends from all the way to now. One thing that I can honestly say, what you guys doing amongst yourselves? You, you hold each other accountable, but y'all also strengthen each other. So that's important as well to have in times when 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 okay, this ain't working out. I don't understand why. Now you've got your brother to bounce right. stuff off of and you continue to do that and you build and build and build. But no, man, it's it, this is all experience. I, when I recruit people and when I interview people, I honestly I could care less about their resume. I look at their resume, but I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna try to find out, like, when the you know down to the nitty gritty, it gets tough. How are you able to adapt and then overcome? Those are things when I ask questions. My questions are completely different than what any interview right. you guys have probably been through, because I don't. I don't want to know that generic basic stuff. How you act as a person, your psyche, your mindset. That's gonna say, say make, that uh, say that last part again because you, you kind of broke up a little bit. I say what I look for is kind of your psyche, Mm -hmm. who you are as a person. What can you do when the going gets tough? How do you stand against adversity? How do you deal with people who you know don't want to work with you? If you can do those things, the rest of the stuff can be taught because you got to be honest, when you start another job, I don't care how much experience you have, you still gotta adapt to what right. it is that company does. So there's no such thing as a perfect candidate. So don't you may be up against somebody who have done something for 20 years. Yeah, but they still gotta learn this company. They still gotta learn this role. So that's why I say stay confident. Yes, sir. You guys, more than anything, I I enjoy what you're doing. That yes. iron sharp as iron. But stay positive gonna do. And if you ever need anything, you
3: know you got Thomas to reach out to, and he reached out to I, me. Whatever. I, I appreciate that, be. bro. I appreciate that. And I also, you're you genuine and your transparency. I, I appreciate you being transparent with the people and 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 this show is about oh, yeah. this show is about being real and and, and being honest and and mm-hmm. helping others. So jason man i i applaud you for what you're doing for who you are yeah. what, you, what you stand yeah. for and uh we, oh, yeah. we we appreciate you man it's, it's a great thing to have you and uh for you to share that wisdom and your experiences to help somebody else man and i'd like to say thank you again jason
2: Oh, absolutely, man, absolutely. And I'll say one last thing: if anybody has resume, or if anybody has a thought about pursuing another job, uh, maybe not sure how to do it, uh, Thomas, I'll have all my information. Just reach out to me. I, you know, y'all, y'all are right. considered family because I, you know, I don't, I'm not one to lose who I know. <laughs> that I ain't gonna do. But if I can help out any kind of way, because in somebody helped me. I'm not going to leave nobody behind. Exactly. And and it's good to have people that you know and people of our same ethnic igni- background in places that might can help somebody. So uh, once again, I thank you for coming on. Uh, like I said, these are on nuggets. The uh, you want to stick around for the rest of the show? What's up? Yeah, man. You know, I I got a professional shot, right. and I got me. <laughs> <laughs> so I have no problem at all, man. We gonna hang. <laughs> we gon' hang. Okay. I ain't gonna, gonna okay um, I'm gonna say this real quick. You know, you you just drop nuggets, and sometimes people think everything is supposed to be free. You know, but I, I saw I saw this story where Master P was. uh in the rap game trying to get his label going. He went to a couple record companies and they wanted to get uh, a certain part of cut out of his deal, right? So he he decided well, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson is the biggest in the game. Mm-hmm. The biggest in the game. Mm-hmm. Let me go sit down with his lawyer to see how the game go. Let me learn something. Well, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson lawyer told him 25K to see me. Other than that, we can't talk. Hmm. So, guess what, Master P did? Hmm. He brought 25K cash. Jackson, Michael Jackson, Jackson lawyer, yeah. who then put him up on game yeah. to go on to make hundreds of millions of dollars. So, the moral of that story is that sometimes you got to invest in yourself. All right. huh? Yeah man. right. right. Yeah, you, you you can't just look for a handout and think everything is free. Invest in yourself because that's the best man. person to invest in. That was free. <laughs> so I, I'm sorry, yeah, no. JT. <laughs> we'll let you get a free game next week, but that's free game for the week right there. <laughs> invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. Um <clears throat> So uh, we're going to jump into these topics for the show now. Um, social media is not the platform for personal and family business. Uh, Jason, what do you um, think about that statement? I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that because, one, it, it's, it's two words in this this topic that you talk about personal and family. Honestly, your personal, whatever that is, if it's you and your lady, you and your kid, you and your wife, whatever, that's between y'all because when you start allowing so many outside influences start to come in, that's when you done messed up. I'm just going to be honest because you start listening to all these different people. You may not take the advice, but you're hearing it and it's going to play a part in your thoughts, decisions, all that. So I, i'm 100 keep your personal and family business off of social media already dude
3: man <laughs> man uh i agree i agree with jason of course uh man i can say so much about this i uh i preached this i through the years i preached this through to uh Excuse me. Family members, friends, uh, Hmm. co-workers, uh, loved ones, just people uh, that I cut for and people that I don't cut for. You know, I've always said, you know, your life and the Internet is a separate thing. Now, don't get me wrong. There Hmm. are uh, times when you can use this platform, the Internet and social media for a good thing. Kind of like what we're doing right now, but when it comes to like Jason said, personal man, keep your stuff off of social media. Keep what's going. Was some people you could just go on there and see when they when they husband, her, or uh, 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 they got they got an issue. Uh, she putting it out there. He putting it out there. You can see when some. And I've had family members' house get broken into because. They telling everybody uh, where they where they, uh, is, where uh, they uh, at where uh, yeah. they at they gone. I'm in this state. I'm I'm here. And Ooh. then somebody run up in your house. Stop yeah. doing, stop doing stuff for likes. stop doing stuff for attention. Mm. Stop doing because people don't care. You could be arguing with your loved one, your brother, your sister, your cousin, a friend, or whoever, whatever you got going on. And as soon as somebody else get on there to see it, they screenshot it, they pass it to everybody. They, 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 and then they'll get on there and like and back one, and then go back the other, and then uh. just, just <laughs> keep, just keep your stuff off of that. Keep your, keep your personal life, keep all of that. And I'll say this, and I'll be quiet. Uh, I was raised, no matter what you go through, no matter what you are dealing with. <laughs> In your life, inside of your household, it stay inside of them four walls. Mm-hmm. You y'all put y'all yes, push sir. it, y'all push through it, y'all fix it, y'all work on it. Not only social media, but keep your business away from other people's. Period. You know, but that's what mm-hmm. I got to say about oh, that yeah. man, and I could go hard on that. Man. I could go hard, but I'm <laughs> I'm gonna keep it short and keep it crisp. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man, uh, you yeah. know, like like you said, dude. Social media is a great platform. Uh Like, I you know, sometimes the few you do find people out here that don't have social media, and I'm like, man, well, you know, why are you not on Facebook or Instagram or something? Oh man, the drama and, and this and that. And just to kind of piggyback off what you just said, you and Jason, uh, it's how you use social media. Social media didn't didn't write that status for you. It it didn't post that picture for you. You did that. So when you put family and personal business out there, to me, it, it shows immaturity. Um. Mm. Because mm. I'm gonna screenshot you. Yeah, I'm gonna send it to my <laughs> wife. I'm gonna send it to JT. I'm gonna send it to dude. You know, <laughs> hey, whoever y'all man. see what's going on in the book. <laughs> oh, y'all better hear him. get on <laughs> <take> it down. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm gonna look at it, and you know what that does. It makes you look like a damn fool, because that's because it. guess that's what? When y'all make up, because yes, you don't make up, yes, no. Everybody looking at y'all and y'all looking real goofy out here, and I just don't get it, man. Yeah. I don't get it. You know, I'm a married man. Seven years been with my wife. the uh, eleven years in mm. December. We keep our personal shit in the house. Every day is not peaches and cream around here. You know, that's right. But I'm not going to get on here. I hate you today, or you pissed. I'm pissed off at you. And then tomorrow, we had Gringo sipping on a Cadillac. No, man. That that's that's crazy, man. That's crazy. We we oh man, we gotta stop yeah. worrying about these likes, like Duke said. Stop living your life through social media. Uh JT, you got something to put on that? I don't think I can say I agree with all what
4: y'all are saying, man, because to me, I look at it as a you know, a lot of people. Doing false stuff is fake, and you put your purchase when you put your purchase you stuff on them, man. You really open the door for when, when, when you, you say a fake.
2: Come back when you say fake. What you mean by
4: that? Talk to the people. Fake. A lot of them really ain't living the way they say they're living, man. They just out there posting and getting attention from other people. Probably they ex boyfriend ex-woman, wow. whatever it is to get attention to get back at them. Like you know, this is what you had, and now you let it go, and you you know you going back and forth beefing and. Oh, you want to show this dude? You got this. You got that. You know, and really, most of them just average person though. Mm. But they that making it's like they happy, and a lot of them ain't happy on the book, man. You know, nah, nah, no, no,
2: you know, right? shit
4: for real, man. You know, man, you, you, know said, you could tell. You said
2: something, Taylor. No, you you said something right there. A lot of people don't be happy, and, and honestly, that what I've how I viewed face uh, not Facebook social media is. The majority of people that put all of that stuff out there like that have some sort of insecurity mm-hmm. about themselves or what that situation is. I mean, it's too much. It's too many influences, like I said, out there when you put stuff on Facebook. And that's the last thing you want to do. And you shouldn't want to let other people determine how they feel about you based on your, right. Right. your life. Right. You, if they don't know you for who you are, then it don't, ain't gonna matter. They ain't legit in the first place. So yeah, you you keep a lot of that stuff. You keep that stuff to yourself, man. <laughs> you you got a, a small circle of people that you deal with. If you if you need to talk about ideas about, offer right. them, it should just be with whoever that small circle is, right? Because you don't have all the answers yourself. Don't, don't get me wrong. I've would been married, you know, fifteen years now. Remember my wife, seven. You know, we've been together seventeen, but. She, when they tell you hard times come, times that you can't understand and can't figure out, which some you don't know right. if it's gonna work, you you better not put the sure better nuts. Cause you got them niggas in the cut ready for y'all. Yeah. Ready, man, wait. And they
4: call them Sancho's, man. The Spanish people call them Sancho's <laughs> out there, waiting on them.
2: Yeah, yeah. We call them we Sancho, call them Jody, o- come on. Jody. Jody where I've been. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, don't don't, and don't this do a side anything. note. Them old schools be on Facebook, boy, and they believe everything they see on Facebook. They they <laughs> believe it. That, you know, you put something, they believe everything, man. And and social media just ain't for everybody, man. Right. <laughs> You're right. You know, my mama getting mad and
3: like hey, this is this is social
2: media, man. Calm down. It ain't <laughs> boy. Yeah. Oh don't man. You know, they just don't know what's going on out here, you know. Now. Hey, you want to know how bad how bad it is, man? My mama tell me almost every time I talk to her, be careful right. what you put out there. Yeah. What's yours is yours and what don't need to be there. That's, right. That's right. Couldn't couldn't say it, uh It's crazy. Couldn't have said it any better. Uh, Y'all are listening to the Sip Slow Podcast. So we're going to jump into this. Hmm. um, You know, what did you learn from your past relationship? Uh, Jason, Hmm. uh, that's a tough (laughs) one now. Can you remember that far back? I know now (laughs) no it that used to be a tough question but i'm i know the answer now and honestly what i learned from all of my past relationships is never lose who you are always be yourself that's that's a that's a great that's great yeah yeah i mean if you you don't don't of course there are gonna be i guess compromises but you know if if Somebody doesn't like you, want to be with you because of you being your honest, truthful who you are. Then that just that person just ain't for you, you know. Right. Good luck to you. But stay true to you and who you are is the best thing that I can say. I've learned. From okay. That well, I want y'all to you know walk with me a little bit. I'm a, I'm gonna mm. go to that. To that first letter Paul sent to the to Corinth. Yeah. I'ma go I'm gonna go first Corinthians okay. 13, 4 through 5. <laughs> and it yeah. read like this: it say, yeah. Love is patient, love is kind.
3: kind, it does
2: not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others. Yeah, sure. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrongs. That's yeah. that's one of my favorite passages on love uh, right there. Yeah. Because I feel like yeah. that embodies everything. But the question is, what did yeah. you learn from your past relationship? So uh I learned that you have to love yourself and when when loving mm-hmm. yourself is certain things you cannot put up with so I was cheated on and mm-hmm. looking back on it I'm like man what was you thinking you know you 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 mean yourself or no me because okay okay I got you that's not me loving myself I learned that you can't make someone love you the way that you love them right because that's (laughs) true if you cheating on me well that love is not patient and it ain't kind you you feel me? It ain't self-seeking. You I are self-seeking. It. You know, and then you gonna easily angle me. <laughs> y'all don't <laughs> y'all don't hear me out there, <laughs> man. <mate. laughs> you gonna easily angle me. I'm now kidding. that's gonna cause other issues in the relationship. So I learned yeah. never settle for less. Because right. if I'm yeah. giving a hundred percent in all aspects. I need that same hundred percent from you, but, but a lot of times. But I most importantly, you know. what I learned from my past relationship is what I did not want from my next relationship. Come on now, <laughs> <Man>. come on <laughs> <I> now. <man. died. laughs> so I'm thankful. I, I'm thankful. Yeah. For what I have been went through, been through, that allowed me to get to where I'm at and for my wife to come into my life. So by you closing one door, you opened up another one. I'm going to leave it right there. Man, you hit it, right, you hit it around the head, man. <laughs> you hit it around the head. I stood up. That boy been waiting on yeah. that one. He was uh, on but you, one. Know,
4: I, you know, I learned too in that you have to be yourself, man, no matter what. What you're going through in that relationship, you know, a person to tell you anything in an argument, shit like that to get you down, but you gotta like you said, you gotta love yourself and just be, you know. It's gonna be your ups and downs with it, but I, I learned just to be myself, man, and just patient and still be the way I am though, man. Cause you can't change for some nobody. If they if they don't like you the way you are, you, you don't need to be with them.
2: Right.
3: And
2: man. that's it. Come on, Castle Nova. <laughs> <Romeo. laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah. he's got quite a few stories over there. Nah. He, he might have been on the other end of those. <laughs>
3: <laughs> nah, man, this it's 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 always, you know, we it's always good to learn. Uh, and that's what anything. Um y'all uh y'all touched on a lot of things that i agree with and a lot of things i've been through but it's kind of it's kind of funny that this is our topic but i'm gonna make it short and simple me and my dad was talking this morning and we were talking about sometimes you can do everything right you could you could uh you could be mm-hmm. there you could, you could provide you and he was, and not only he was just talking about relationships in general, but I looked at it uh from the aspect of what I've dealt with. And you can be that person; you could be good, and people, people will start making you question yourself when that, they that, well,
2: you saying um, <laughs> something?
3: Yeah, <laughs> that, you, you, you looking like, dang man, man, what I'm doing wrong, man? Is she? I can't make her happy. I can't. She. But it's not you, it's that person.
2: Come on. So,
3: so <laughs> and I kind of I kind of touched on this the other day in the post, and I don't do a lot too too much posting on social media, but uh you aren't aware because you are looking through the, the eyes of love, All but right. as, as long as long <laughs> as you're doing what you need to be doing. And, and standing for righteousness in that relationship, you can have the worst relationship. But your time gonna come. It's gonna be a time when somebody coming, they gonna appreciate who you are. Your morals, your values, oh. how you was raised, what you stand for. So my thing was, and my relationship, and all of my... It's a building thing. It's about getting better. My thing was to stay true mm-hmm. To who I am. My right. no ways don't change mm-hmm. because there gonna come a time when and I think that time getting close. <laughs> <I'm out>. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Come on, dog. When I look in our eyes, it's gonna be there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> like, feel like I'm so so know,
3: just keep being you. Uh don't 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 yeah. look at yourself like you are doing something wrong. Most of the time it's that other person. If you're being righteous and you got a genuine heart and you standing for righteousness, it's gonna be the other, it's gonna be the other person. Now there gonna be times when you need to work on, we all do, we need to work on different things that are pointed out to us, but don't change, don't get down on yourself because you keep going, and this is for the people, don't get down on yourself because you you keep going through relationships and, and you you feel like you're discouraged. Keep being you. And God right. gonna bless yeah. you to you, and hey, y'all gonna match, and it's gonna it's gonna be a beautiful thing. So, just stay true to yourself, man, and get better. That's, right. that's all I got to say. Oh, yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> love yourself for nobody will. In <laughs> fact, well said, fellas. Well said for real. It's Boy, that's all right, man. Uh... <laughs> well yeah, so said We're going to uh, jump into some of these You know more sports topics uh, What y'all think about uh, Bill O'Brien being fired Today uh, mm-hmm. Texans started out four. You know uh, something. Bill O'Brien was your Head coach and general manager So uh, yeah Jason go ahead You know, sometimes I question how much an organization really want to win because at at a point in time, you own the, the, the level that, I mean, that's the elite level, the NFL, the NBA, whatever, and you have consistent losing seasons. I guarantee you get, obviously, two years, three years, whatever the case may be. But I think this has been long overdue to get him out of there, for him to approve. The release of DeAndre Hopkins by not signing that man, that was the outlet for the Texans' offense to work, in which now they're having trouble keeping up with scoring points to stay in the games and, you know, be competitive right now. So I think it's a good thing. He got to go. He can get paid too much money and fans pay too much money. He got to go. I agree with you, man.
4: I agree with him. He should have been gone a long time ago, man. You know, he. Yeah. All I can say, man, it's it's like a relief, man, for some people, man. I heard a, heard a person on the radio call in and said they was they was um tears of joy, man. They was happy he was gone, man. You know, uh, shit. Uh, I almost, I almost cried almost uh, cried with him though, man. But I say, you know, I ain't even on the roster or but right. you know, it was a it was a long time coming
2: joy. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but y'all yeah. want to know something funny? And although, yeah, it's tears of joy. I read something just this evening. It said, "But Romeo Crennel has never had a winning season," <laughs> and so I know yeah. I, you know, kind of going to get into that a little Romeo bit. Romeo hasn't had but... a winning season. Yeah, so Romeo, right. I think, is going right. to be the interim coach. Romeo Crennel, and it seemed like it's already coming in, like just to me. A black man moving into the head coach position. Now you're bringing up all his past. Do you know if we brought up all of the past of each of our lives, people may not want to deal with us. Yeah, but you gotta allow that. You gotta allow that to happen, man. And so if that man is next up in line, let him go and go full force without judgment. That's the unfortunate part. Then, then, but then, yeah, then Paul used to be Saul. All right. Wait a minute. All right. Hold up, up T. Right. Uh, y'all didn't come for that Bible talk, so I'm uh, but hold on, man. I would've left my ring in the subject. Man, you know, I was I was shocked that they fired him. Not not shocked mm-hmm. because he didn't deserve it. I was just shocked that the Texans would make that type of, uh, you know, that's a pretty bold move for them, in, in my opinion. But it, do, it it makes sense, but then it doesn't. Because y'all just gave mm-hmm. him an extension maybe before the season or, or last year. Then you let him become right. the general manager. Now – he has messed the roster up. He traded for uh, Laramie Tonsil and gave up draft picks. Uh, they, they don't have any Man. first round draft picks for maybe the next two or three seasons. Hey. Now, now you want to bring in another yeah. coach who is going to have to rebuild the roster. They are paying um, I want to say $265 million uh, in player salary which is the highest in the league, and you are zero and four right now. Hmm. It doesn't make sense, and that all falls upon uh, O'Brien and McNair, and you can't fire the owner. So he put O'Brien as the fall <laughs> guy, but the bigger picture that I'm looking at, as long as you have his owner making the decisions for that family, it's track record is showing that yeah. they don't know what the hell they're doing. So <laughs> I, I just don't I don't understand that you let him mess up your roster. Now you wanna find him. And now the oh, the, line. the next coach that comes in, he's gonna have to try to do something and so uh I, go on dude. We, I got some more on it, but go on, do get go on get yours out. Man,
3: <laughs> man.
2: you must man, on, nah, no man, I
3: don't I don't cut for him, Jason. I don't cut for him. <laughs> But man, great, great information, T, great content, great information. Uh the I, I like that. And you touched on some key key points. But not to uh be boastful or anything, but mm. we we talked about these things. We, you know, in other right. podcasts, we talked about him being fired, we talked about uh the, the them having a losing season. Man, and the next guy, the guy that's gonna come in, he's coming into turmoil, and come on. With, without having those picks, without having oh. any good good players coming in for the next two to three years, he's basically he's basically setting himself. He's set up for failure, and so I yeah. just don't I just don't see it being uh, anything more than what it is right now for the next two, three, four years uh they're gonna have to rebuild and, and and my last statement about them because they trash i did mm. predict i did predict that they would go <laughs> zero and four and
0: yeah. i
3: I have, I have to put yeah. that out there i have to put that out there to the people because <laughs> <You're done. laughs> but, you said because that. It, 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 it's true and and, and you know I know we talked they might I think they got the Jaguars uh Sunday or uh, right. up, up next Man
2: Yeah but they
3: game I thought it was in Houston Is it
2: I think it's in Houston Is it? but uh, But I, uh, before man, Oh okay and
3: That and you know me and Thomas uh uh hit on it we talked about it I think today but I that, that game going to be a toss-up, man. And I think it's just downhill for the Texans, man. And I hate to say that for the fans, but I got to keep it real, man. And I, it's just it's just junk right now. So that's what I got to say about them. I, I
2: would like to say – well, originally I was thinking when – then I was just right now like, nah, they're going to get beat by the Jaguars. But, you know, I think maybe the players – Probably been tied to O'Brien also, so they they might come out renewed and might get a victory. Uh, but I, why would you demote uh, Romeo Cornell then bring him on as the interim head coach? I I don't I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, do he couldn't that, do nothing man. in Cleveland, man. Mm-mm. Nah. <laughs> let me <laughs> let me throw this at y'all, man. Uh, I think you need to look at training J.J. Watt. Hey, my auntie
4: been been. said that about six years ago, man. (laughs) She's one of the ones. She said that six years ago. I'm not even going to lie. She said that, G. Yeah, he supposed to be gone.
2: The one thing I don't like is that here you had the the best receiver. Man. The best player in Texan history. And Andre Johnson, who you you squandered all his good years, mm-hmm. you put a a, mm-hmm. a good team around him. I want to use another big word, but I, I went with good. Okay, now you traded him when he got to a point to where you didn't feel he was that guy anymore, or you let him go. You didn't want to pay the man, but I guarantee you they're going to pay JJ Watt again and JJ Watt is injury prone he's just Man, the guy he just not to be he, he's not the guy he used to be he he and i have no disrespect for him but he did feast on some sorry teams in that sorry division for many years mhm did he What? which playoff game can y'all honestly go back and look at it and be like, JJ Watt made a difference and helped. <laughs> no. He didn't have that one where he got a pick. Maybe, maybe against the big about it. That was against the. Uh, well, that was against the uh, Bengals, one. Yeah, I think the. Yeah, the like Bengals. Bengals. Yeah, Bengals only won one playoff game, in, or they haven't won a playoff game in. I think Icky Woods me. have <laughs> Icky thing. Icky. Sheffield. Icky Shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> that was hard. That was hard. My the point is, JJ Watt has done nothing, man. Anytime you have that back surgery injury on your back, that's dang, it. You you done. He's uh-huh. back surgery. Uh, broken leg. Oh, man, he, probably bro. he probably was on the raw. He probably on the or some some type of performance enhancer. Yeah.
3: Okay. He just broke down. And, 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 that's it. And that's what they do. That's what they do. It, it is they get their picks, and, and nothing against. I, I think I think Wada, uh, exceptional athlete. You know he was good. He, he But mm-hmm. the truth is, they get they they get they uh picks, and they go with their picks. Kind of like Romo, they gonna ride it. They gonna ride him to the wheels fall off. But. He ain't going nowhere. He ain't going nowhere. He he can retire from the Texans mm-hmm. if he want. And that's just...
4: and he gonna put him on the staff like yeah. he did Brian Cushing?
3: Yeah,
2: that, that's and just the, the way the they operate. Man, and you hate to say it, but it's just that great white hope. You know, there's no way about yeah. it. Uh, yeah. They got these ATB commercials. Yeah. Well, well, Andre Johnson wasn't in no commercials. You and,
3: know, and, and not to cut you off see every year Andre Johnson he would help these family I go and buy everybody in the store just go right. to random store you, you know the, the the stuff that he did right it, 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 it's not mentioned it's not talked about it's not it's not but but that's just the way it is and that's the way so right that's well, the way it's right. been what
2: that thirty, forty million JJ White raised for the uh, flood relief. Oh,
4: he kept that cuz. You ain't even hear about that. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, it's still blue twat, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> But you know Texas man, I, I don't know. Y'all y'all really just set you back some more by fine uh O'Brien. Uh I, and we'll just mention that Cowboys got B two this week. Uh you know, who beat them? Oh, the Browns went in there and just went in on so, them. Um, uh, yeah. So. They say it was, they say it was o- Odell, man, with the dyed hair on them. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to think, the Browns not a sorry team. If, if you looked at it across the board, they're not sorry. That defense may be a little weaker. the offense. I think they may need a better quarterback. You're right. But they're not sorry. You're right. I think they do no need means. a better quarterback. You're right. I, I'm going to say this now. Mm. What they – with this off, uh, this coach now is doing. He's more emphasizing the run game and kind of taking pressure off of, uh, oh boy,
3: Baker Mayfield. That,
2: yeah, off of Mayfield. Yeah. mean because like the guy oh, last yeah. year, man, he out there had him in the gun, four five wide, pass, 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 because they had Odell. Well, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you. you- Mayfield is still a young quarterback. Slow the game down for him, get the run game going yeah. and and then let the run set up the pass. So, uh like you said, Jason, Browns are not a bad team. They can just kind of get things put mm-hmm. together. You know, they might can make a run, you know, at a wild card or something like that.
4: <laughs> and they they got a good they got a good running back too, man, and I'm um, hunt. Two get of him them. going. And
2: chub, yeah. chub,
4: chub, chub, See, chub, They got, huh? they got uh, So they got a they got a nice look, they yeah, got a nice good roster to get them going on the offense to get, you know, get your play call. Right.
3: Well, uh, well, not, not to I'll hey, play hey, play hey, hey, not to not to not to intercept anything, man, but <laughs> let's let I want y'all to agree with me, man. I got I got I got a band bet. I got one band bet that they won't make. The playoffs with one of my good friends, so I'm hoping, you know, he's a he's a he's a Baker Mayfield uh, guy, OU guy, but I'm hoping that they don't make the playoffs. And if they don't make the playoffs, that's a nice little old deposit he gonna have to he gonna have to get yeah. To so, so, <laughs> so, so that's what that's what I'm I, that's what I'm. <laughs> i nothing. <laughs> <I, laughs>
2: Well give him give him your routing and account number because you don't begin with the problem. I can try. just because I say they ain't a bad team, I don't I am not right. sure if they playoff ready. You're right, They're though. Jason. You're right. Now now so what's what's up with these uh cowboys? Uh Jason, what, what's your thought? Hmm. I think the cow well, I don't know, but one thing I will say. That I have seen over the last three years is Cowboys. They get all of the injuries in league week two, mm. one, two, and three. I just don't. I mean, that's that's part of their problem because it right. throws off your chemistry when you have to replace players and stuff like that. Now I'm a okay. CD Lamb fan, so I watch Cowboys now. But I, it just seemed like they are catching a whole lot of misfortune. Is it the fact that their uh, their uh, owner does not kind of speak up against things that he can mm. with all of the the, the the blacks on the team? I don't know, but the Cowboys, that for them to start off the way they are with the type of team they have and the offensive line that they have, I'm surprised. Jason. Say that again. You, you yeah. broke up. I say I'm I'm just surprised with with all of the, the the weapons that they have on that team and that strong offensive line that they have and the players that they have on defense. I don't know why they're zero and right. I mean one and three. That I don't get. And you should be zero and four. Honestly, yeah. That. That's uh that is puzzling. They they have a lot of pieces that you think that if they can put it together, they can do something. But, uh, but I, I have a little more faith in them than the Texans, though. Keeping it on it.
3: I agree. They,
2: yeah, they'll have a better record than so. <laughs> yeah, this is a great segue talking about the Cowboys. They have a uh, black quarterback in Dak Prescott, so. My question to y'all, we're going to start with Jason on this since he's the guest. Uh, Is the perception of the black quarterback changing in the NFL? Changing? I don't know. Because just as recently as Lamar Jackson coming out of college, they were still trying to make him a receiver. I don't think they give black quarterbacks enough credit and sure there have been some and matter of fact Vince Young didn't prove to be the best quarterback from an understanding point standpoint Mm -hmm. and being able to read but what you could not take from him was his ability to create and do the things he did on the field which most white quarterbacks are not doing right you know uh, the, the stereotypes are affecting the public's perception of of the quarterbacks and and that's that's not right you know because the black quarterbacks honestly they're they're essentially just like the next generation of civil rights workers they go out there risk their bodies to change the whole landscape of the uh the nfl and i mean that may be a far stretch to say but they outperform the counterparts, which are the whites, the Mexicans, which I'm not sure if there's any Mexicans, they outperform them because they can run. They appear to be much stronger mm. and more durable and can can create or they make a much better game, I'll say. And and my team is playing right now. We down by three, but we were playing uh, the Patriots. I was happy that, oh. we, you know, I wouldn't – tripping that we got rid of Tom Brady we, you know I wasn't tripping on that because when we picked mm-hmm. up Cam Newton I was happy as to be we don't have to make no playoffs we don't have to do anything the fact they picked up Cam Newton and that boy is getting the opportunity to go out and show what he can do is is joy to me I just waiting on Colin Kaepernick to get an opportunity because you know they sat him down and they, they, this boy was a winner and and you know, Duke, I'm pretty sure you can speak to the sports thing more than, than us, but I'm not sure why they won't give the black quarterback the credit as much as they would the white quarterback or try to push them out of the way. Yeah,
3: yeah uh when I look back coming up and uh to go, get in the detail, when I look back at Randall Cunningham back then as a kid, I knew he was different. I knew he was different. I, warren Moon. I, I but just All because right. they could just because just yeah. cause they could create and they could make things happen. And then later on, uh man, I was I was Michael Vick crazy. Michael Vick was just he was just special. Yeah. And, and and when you get up yep. in today's time, it's 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 a few. But uh I think that that the the direction of the NFL I think that they'll start to accept it and see they starting to see that okay I'm gonna need somebody to be able to run with this ball to be able to create to be able to when he, when, he, when when the pocket break down I'm gonna need somebody to be able to scramble yeah. to be able to shake shake off tacklers and throw the ball downfield and be able to mm-hmm. on these third and third and fours, him keep the ball waggles. So I think I think it's something cool. that they don't really want to accept. But I think I think yeah. the game and the speed of the game and the direction is something that that's becoming more common, and they they're gonna have to accept that. When you got a six four, six five, yeah. six three. Yeah. Two hundred twenty-five quarterback running a four-three. He got a arm like got a arm like Jim <laughs> Kelly, you know, and and, and and can break and break the defense down. Now he's another threat. He's not okay. We are not for the drop everybody and turn our back to him because he'll run down our back. So, uh, I just think that it's something that uh, we've we've allowed to to. To change and allow – we've made the game and our game more acceptable and more respected and more dangerous. It's either you're going to play the dangerous guy, the playmaker, the one that's going to get you a win, or you're going to play somebody that probably can't take a lot of pressure and when they blitz, you know, he he fumbling about I mean, it's so it's almost – what you're going to do is you're going to either want to win and progress and change with what's going on now, uh, adapting to your niche, your habitat, or you're going to stay in the old way mm-hmm. and be biased and and, and and not look at the game the same. So I'm glad uh, uh, a lot of people are getting more uh, opportunities to play quarterback because back on the old stigma, <laughs> Uh, oh, wow. you're a, you're a receiver. Uh, uh, you're a running back. Oh, we're gonna put you at punt return. We're gonna cool. we're gonna put you. And even in our time, even yeah. in our time, I mean, when I played high school football, I was fortunate enough, and I hated playing quarterback, but I was fortunate enough to start both sides of the ball, offense and huh? defense. Yeah, man, that I was feel feel That was feel un- feel that was. That 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 was unheard of. Uh, they didn't want a quarterback getting touched. They didn't want mm-hmm. only All thing right. he did. He only thing he did was held the ball, you know, on kickoff or something. That, that, that yep. the, And so that's the old way. But uh, I think that that we 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 are forcing uh, the change. Is it, 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 and 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 I think it's a beautiful thing. I think it's a beautiful thing. And that's I could talk about that for all day long because it's different angles with it. But I think you just, if you want to win, you got to go with what's going to make you win at the end of the day. And that's the moral of the story.
4: Mo. Yep. I agree with both of them, man. They bring a lot of excitement to the game too, man. A lot of passion. You see how some of them play. Right.
2: And that's all I got to say because y'all hit on the head, man. Yeah. Um. It wasn't until 2017 that all 32 teams had a starting black quarterback, you know, to ever play for them. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, It's because because they thought that we couldn't lead. We couldn't be intellectually enough to, you know, the black quarterback wasn't intellectually enough capable to read defenses. And that's been proven wrong over and over and Uh, over. And for the start of the 2020 NFL season, 10 of the league's 32 teams starting quarterback, the most in week one NF NFL history. <clears throat> so what I said was, this season, 10 of the league's 32 teams had a starting quarterback that was black. That was the most in one week in NFL oh. history. So the question is, is the perception of the black quarterback changing? I would have to say yes. Uh, There are still some, Mm -hmm. you know, people might be stuck in their old ways, but I feel that nowadays you want to put your best athlete at quarterback, right? Normally, it's going to be the black guy that's the best athlete. Mm -hmm. You know, they rave when you have a white boy that can – or a Hispanic that can – Run and throw. I mean, that's like it's like it's foreign to them. I mean, they love it, you right. know. So, but this is what we do, you yeah. know. Also, <laughs> the college game is starting to creep into the NFL game. So, will you say? Well, there you go. Good, great <laughs> question. Glad you asked. Nowadays, <laughs> they're doing a little more spread concepts in the NFL. You're doing some more RPOs, meaning run pass option, meaning that you can fake it to the running back at the shotgun, make it look like a run play. Uh-huh. Quarterback might can run with it or pass it. These are concepts from the college game. So by these creeping uh-huh. into the professional ranks, they're starting to have to kind of adapt their offense. Around players that can carry out these type offensive systems that was in college, and you have a lot of the black quarterbacks, uh, Kyler Murray, you had Jalen Hurts, you had Mahomes, uh, Deshaun Watson, Cam Newton. All these players played in these types of systems in college, and therefore is making the transition now a little easier going to the professional ranks. So that's why I feel like, you know, things are starting to to get better for the black quarterback uh, in the NFL. And, and and to add I hope it
3: to does. Add to that, uh and not to make not not to make this a racial intolerance uh podcast or anything, but right. to add to that to add to that, you got my homes that just signed for
2: <laughs> Man, I have a
3: that right there if we think if we just think about that that right there will tell you something that <laughs> yeah, right. they're willing to invest that into and into a person yeah uh, right. that you know that kind of let you know all right <laughs> Man, he different. He did. Yeah. Yeah. So he he was, he was
2: created somewhere.
3: Yes. Yes. So it's, it's, it's good. It's, and it's good for the game. It's the excitement, the, the vibe, the energy, the, the honesty, you got, you got to be honest with these, you got to be honest with these dangerous quarterbacks. You got, like you just said, when he, when he in the shotgun and he fake it and he read and he got three or four reads before the, uh, the play even develop it makes a defense it makes the defense go crazy you know right. I gotta read the run I gotta read the run he roll out okay now I got uh, now he may run oh is it a run for him now nah, he's dropping back after he roll out oh okay now I gotta back up I gotta get in my zone I, it's a pass you know so it, it keeps the defense honest it makes the game better and it, cre- it creates more excitement for the fans. So, so
2: I think before we wrap, before we wrap, I'm sorry to cut your wisdom. Go ahead, uh, Let me get y'all answer. We're gonna go around it. Is the procession of the black quarterback changing, Jason? I think so. I mean, uh, just like Duke Tuckstone, uh, some of the points he made is. It, it's it's changing the game just like you, right. you said coming from college. Okay. It's, it is changing, uh, and I think there are going to be more opportunities coming down the line. Okay, mo like quarterback. Yes, I think it changed. Okay, uh dude.
3: I agree with them. Yes.
2: Okay, and I already said yes. Okay, y'all are listening to the Sip mm-hmm. podcast. Um. Mm-hmm. Will COVID-19 stop the NFL season at some point this season? Uh, Jason, you know, what you think about that? Uh, I don't know. I don't think okay. so. I don't think it will.
4: I kind of agree with Jason. I don't think it's going to stop him from playing football. It just really showed what Cam Newton said. He tested positive, and he still played the game right now. So. I think whoever get it, they're going to sit them down and, and, and test everybody else let them play. You know, I, I feel, yep. you know, they're going to keep doing it. And, and plus, too, you got um I know it's always awful little subject, but they got the high school plan and shit. They got kids left and right out there, no masks, no none, and people out mm. there. So I feel like they, they really don't care. They're going to keep it going just to make their little money and whatever they do. They don't, you know – it was a kid. This week got tested positive. Well, he was negative, he said, but I think they did that because they got district coming up, just put up on the table uh, and say, hey, we gonna, we going to roll with it. So I don't think they're going to stop um, it. Even on. from high school to college to pro level. Right. They're going to keep on playing.
2: Dude.
3: I got, a, I got a different angle on it, although I agree with y'all, and it is a money play, and it is about – it basically go all the way down to the bread. Uh, up to the bread, down to the bread. Either way, but uh, I think uh, and, and and this this gonna make y'all look at it too. Y'all look at it from another angle. Once uh, flu season hit, and uh, it, it cools off oh, yeah. again, and and and, it, and and it gets real real bad, I think a lot of more people are gonna test positive for it, and I, they're gonna almost be forced to to uh. You know, maybe if yeah, if, if it gets bad. It. And I and I think we may we may see it. It's a great possibility uh that we may see it. We may they may have to because when you got half of your team or a third of your team testing positive for it, what you gonna do? So uh we'll see though. We'll see.
2: Uh y'all bring up some great points. Uh I, I think. And that's a great point you just made, dude. Uh, but I, I think I'ma side with Jason and Mo. I think that they're gonna. That money, man. It, it it just it's the root of all evil. That's what they say. So I think I think that money is gonna motivate them because if you look at it right now, you know we're in a so-called pandemic, and y'all are still playing the kid's game. I mean that don't that doesn't make yeah. sense right there. Uh so we you know we're gonna jump into one of my favorite parts of the show, listener email question. Uh it's a great it's a great one today. This is from JB in San Antonio, man. Shout out to you, JB, for for fucking with the SIP Slow. Um mm-hmm. uh, his question is, do you believe Donald Trump really had the coronavirus? <laughs> That's heavy. That's heavy. Yeah. Uh, I hate to put it on you, bro, but J. what you got? J B, you know uh we a month away from uh voting, right? So just keep that in mind. I don't even think I need to say anymore. Okay. Uh Duke. Uh
3: I'm I'm I'ma agree. And uh shout out to all of those that uh went. I know last minute, we all are last minute at some time, uh that went to register to vote today. Make sure make sure y'all vote. Uh, I had to to throw that in there, but I think that uh it's 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 a tactic. The dude is using a tactic and uh he's probably gonna let's let's
2: let's be clear. Do you the question, do you think he really had COVID nineteen? That's
3: Nah, nah, nah. I think oh, he yeah. a, okay. I I, th- I think he don't really have it. And I think it, it's the tactical thing. He's gonna use some type of medicine to say it healed him and made him better. it's all it's all a game. No, I don't believe he really got it. Hmm.
2: My thing is this: they showed pictures of him in like a conference room or a boardroom at the hospital. If you quarantined, why would they move you into an area that they're gonna have to? Well, move? Mm-hmm. well, at, at Walter Reed, there is a presidential suite, so maybe that's all a part of that. Situ- you know, part of it. that little setup. But great point, um, JT.
4: No, I just, I'm I, sorry, I'm sorry. Just built- oh. I think he don't have it
2: no, oh. no, I just said I just don't think
4: I, I, Gee, I think he don't because they say every day he got tested every day and every night. I think it's a plan to get people to get out and take this medicine that he wants them to take. And if if he really was sick, why his mm. wife was still there and he over at the hospital. If she was positive, she should have went to the hospital too with him. Or mm-hmm. whatever the situation was. So I think it's all a mm. little scheme in the game. So no. Nah.
2: But you know they, they don't live in the White House, right? Where they live at? That's a whole
3: nother form. She lived. Okay. not say that. She lived off
2: of Oh. I didn't know that. You got me right. No, I ain't either. Man. Bomb. She don't okay. live. there. Uh, well, JB, man, to answer your question. There's a lot of layers to it. No, I do I, no, I do not think he had covid nineteen. Uh, you know, I see the pictures. He do look a little uh, you know, a little office game, but you know, they can make that up, yeah, a little makeup. Uh, and I, I always come from more of a uh, conspiracy angle, whereas these other people mm. come from a coincidence angle. So, I guess if you believe in coincidences every day, I guess that's what you think. So, <laughs> uh, so like I gotta say, conspiracy. I, I just don't believe most of what I see, especially from the media. So it could be multiple reasons. It could be to gain sympathy uh, from the voters, you know, that he's vulnerable. Now he's taking the COVID-19 serious. It could be that like the previous fellas mentioned, uh, a vaccine, which, uh, I found it strange that he went to the that he left the hospital today and went back to the White House. When mm-hmm. they say they say that they won't know until Saturday if he's out the, you know, out of the out the blue, so to speak, mm-hmm. out the bad, you know, situation of this uh, sickness. So why would you leave there and then go to the White House? Why would you get into your motorcade yesterday? And ride by the people outside waving at them. It's all some goofy shit to me. It's just goofy. Uh, it don't make sense. Uh, yeah. And like I mentioned, you know, they did not make spend millions on a vaccine for nothing. Y'all crazy if you think they not gonna administer it. They got patents on yeah. this. Uh, Bill yeah. Gates dude. They gon' they gon' get this. Uh, vaccine out just like john said when the flu season pop they they're gonna be ready to do something so that's that's my answer to that uh and you know that we probably could have had that on the show uh just to keep breaking it down but man we appreciate your your question and if anybody else have any questions uh you know you can always hit us up at Slow podcast at Mm -hmm. gmail.com so fellas we didn't came to that point of the show Uh, what did we learn today Uh, Jason man I learned that it don't matter you know where you are in life there are going to be times when you need somebody and like I said, I look at you guys and y- and y'all's friendship that y'all's had over the years, and how you guys still stay in touch and and can bounce things off of each other and and help each other. That's that's commendable, especially as young black men. So I say keep it up. But I, what I've learned from y'all is to that long lasting uh, friendship. We appreciate matters. that. Appreciate. Appreciate that. Well. Mm-hmm. I learned that today, people in Houston cry tears of joy, because Bill <laughs> O'Brien got fired today. <laughs> that's what I learned today.
3: Uh, <laughs> I was going to say
2: that. I, I hated to turn it that way, but yeah, that's what I learned today. Uh, Duke?
3: Man, uh, mine is almost similar to Jason's. I learned that it's, it's beautiful when uh, young black men can sit down and talk and talk with some sense and talk with some yes, intelligence right. and, and help each other. Iron sharpens iron. So I, I learned that we can uh, uh, go against the stigma. We can be different. We can be what we're supposed to be. That's what I learned.
2: Already.
4: I learned team? I learned with the same thing about the relationship. About you, got to be yourself, love yourself, and what Jason talked about in the HR department. That was that was a good eye opener, man. I learned I learned a lot in that. That was some deep stuff. Some I need to hear too. But that's what I learned.
2: Already, already, man. Uh, I want to thank uh thank you, my brother Jason Washington for coming on again. Uh, you know. I had reached out to him and, and and threw this at him and he agreed. And man, like I told him older like I told him earlier, you know, you you drop some nuggets that if somebody listen to this, they can they can get something from it, you know, some meat. It it ain't it ain't no water and, you know, no yogurt or nothing. This something going gonna fill you up. That you gave today, so uh, we appreciate you coming on, and man, we, we we might have to call on you again just to kick it with us, man. We love the conversation. Uh. Oh yeah, that was nice. Yeah. So, yes, uh, I honestly, I've enjoyed it. You know, honestly, right. hey, You need this. I mean, you guys, you just think about your listeners. You 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 got listeners and people who y'all know, people who probably have these same questions. They want to know these same answers. They want to join in on these same conversations that y'all are bringing up. Keep that up. And I would advise you listeners, if you're not listening, listen. If you are listening, share the word about the Sip Slow podcast. Listen. It's where you need to be. You're only going to learn from tuning in with individuals who share the same thoughts or same situations, same ideas that you have join in like we got the best time right now for we as black men women to take advantage of every opportunity that's out there and it's not that we're against any other race it's not that we're against any other people but we want to make sure that we stand out and you guys are doing it right now Um, keep it up do you have any way that people can reach or anything you would like to plug before we get out of here Uh well yeah, I, I do have a podcast myself. It's called the Listen and Learn Series Podcast. Uh you can find it on Anchor, Spotify, the majority of outlets that have podcasts, or you can just Google the Listen and Learn Series Podcast. You can look at my company, it's uh Leap Hi- Leap HR Solutions. Uh we also have a staffing aspect of it, which is Leap Hire. You'll be able to see that. But other than that, man, I'm on Facebook. I'm Jason Washington. I was Jason Washington then. I am Jason Washington now. I won't change. Uh, And my email address is jjwas830 at gmail.com. If you need to reach me, feel free. If you got any questions about anything, if you got any job situations you're trying to figure out how to approach, let me know. Free of charge make sure i i want to see my people be successful so uh you got thomas's information thomas can get in touch with me at any time duke i know jason i don't know as well but i know jason is a part of the family so and that's that's all that matters so
4: thank you yeah thank you thank you jason absolutely
2: Um, absolutely we we're on ig uh Follow us at Sip Slow Podcast. If you want to shoot us an email, Sip Slow Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow me on IG, King hmm. underscore Thomas I am. Uh, Duke?
3: Check us out on, on the Sip Slow Podcast, my brother. Uh,
4: JT? Facebook, Jason Thompson 33,
2: and that's it. And uh, once again, man, we want to give a shout out to Al, man, on that new baby, man. Congratulations.
4: Congratulations, yeah, congratulations
2: man. Uh, and,
4: and I know you watching
2: the game. Oh, yeah, he he's watching the walk. game. But I think he's a Texas fan this year, though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, All, if you listening in, your perspective about to change greatly, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> doubt, no doubt, man. Yeah. Uh, yes. But yeah, y'all, we uh, appreciate y'all for, for tuning in. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you here with us, and we appreciate that. And man, fellas, y'all already know what time it is. We gonna sip slow, and we gonna live fast. Mm. Yes, sir. Sip <laughs> Ship slow,
0: ship slow, ship slow, ship slow, ship slow, ship slow. slow. Lee,
1: homie. I'm only sipping this slow, ship slow. Come with me on a ride. I'm only sipping this slow, ship slow. Take a sip, I bet it gets you right. And I only speak it if it's real, yeah Only spill it if it's true, yeah Everybody want the tea, so you already know the deal I always sip slow Come with me on a ride I'm only sipping it slow Only helping you grow Tell you things that you need to hear Not only things you wanna know Keeping you up on your current events, I swear the world's so cold Talking about marriage and sports too Man, you gotta catch the show You better believe me, got Alan T. Weezy T. Washington, J.T. make it look easy Whenever they speakin' about any topic If I spoke about it, I was really about it Ain't no front front, I was real about it In my white cup, it got Hen inside it It's a message for everybody now. We I'm only this sippin' this slow. Come with me on the ride I'm only sipping this slow. Take a sip, I bet it gets you right. And I only speak it if it's real, yeah. Only spill it if it's true, yeah. Everybody wants the tea, so you already know the deal. I always sip slow. Come with me on a ride. I'm only sipping it slow.